Welcome to the Unconventional Joy Podcast. This is your host, Christine Ettinger. Hello. How is everyone doing out there? It is so good to be back after, wow, almost a full month, over a full month off. Um, You guys, I'm just going to be completely transparent and vulnerable with you because I feel like that's kind of the tone we've set here together. It was so necessary that I took a full month off. The Lord has radically shown me the importance of rest in my own life, even as I live in a place of service to Him and to serve all of you. My own rest was commanded by the Lord, and it was something that I was neglecting. With that being said, I went through the last month with some struggles of my own that if I had not been taking time off, I would not have been seeing things with clarity. I would have been busy, you know, completing projects, uploading podcasts, um, just so many different things that if I wasn't paying attention and resting I don't think that I would have been able to see as clearly. So I am saying all that to say to you guys and give permission to you guys, even though it's already been commanded in scripture, but you need to rest. You need to rest, friends. You need to take time weekly to shut down all responsibilities. We see that God himself rested And we must do the same. And when you give yourself permission to rest, or when you obey the command of resting, the communities that surround you will also feel permission to obey that command as well. And what happens when people rest? When people rest, they come back to serving others with such a great, joyful spirit of giving. They're just so much more refreshed and rejuvenated. It's like life has been put back in their sails, right? So friends, if you hear nothing else from what I'm saying today, please know it is imperative that you obey the command that God has given you to rest. And on that note of resting, my family and I will be taking a vacation at the latter part of this week. But you're probably wondering, well, how is that going to affect next week's podcast episode? Well, I am so glad that you asked. So today we start a new series, Joy in Motherhood, and this is part one. Next week, while I'm on vacation, only those who have subscribed to the Unconventional Joy podcast will receive the second part of this series. Everyone else will receive it the week after I return from vacation, and then The following week will be part three of Joy and Motherhood. So if you want back-to-back episodes, make sure you subscribe. If you're okay with going two weeks in between, that's totally fine as well. Um, But I do just want to, you know, give something for my subscribers to hang on to and to process while I'm away on vacation. And something that the Lord showed me, and this is the last piece of business before we begin this series After I end every series from this point forward, I will be taking at least one full week off to rest and to really hear in the direction that the Lord is leading me. 
Because not only are these episodes meaty for you guys, someone just told me the other day, after I release a new episode, it takes her a few weeks to process. But it also takes a lot of time for me to process as well. Because although this content is planned, there are times where Holy Spirit speaks through me as I'm recording that was not planned. And it is very important for the posture of my heart that I am processing these episodes as well. So I just want to be fully transparent with you guys um, so that you know what to expect as we move forward with these episodes. Okay, now that we got the business out of the way, let's get started on part one of joy in motherhood, the reasons we burn out. And let me give you a little bit of backstory where this series began to come from. So Early on, when we first began this podcast, I had a lot of people on my Instagram platform message me specifically about being a mom and doing all the things. A lot of people would ask me questions like, Christine, how do you work from home, homeschool, serve your husband well, and, you know, be a good mom and a wife and keep up with your house? That was a big one. Your responsibilities around the house. And The more that I would answer people, the more like the questions just kept coming about that specific topic. How do I be a mom and a wife and do all the things? And so I really started to pray over it. And the Lord did a work in my own heart, obviously, because that happens before I ever share information with you guys. But He began to do a work in my heart about this and really have me self-reflect on When I have burned out before, why did I burn out? And so I kind of began this series with the end in mind, looking at my own personal burnout and where I went wrong. Now, as we go through this series, I want you to remember that God is a sovereign God, right? Although He does allow us to fall into our own sin, it's sometimes in that sin that we see our desperate need for Jesus. Amen? So I don't ever want you to end up in a shame cycle because it's inevitable, friends. We are going to sin, right? But when we sin and the Lord calls us to confession and repentance, It is necessary for those moments to happen because we see our need for Jesus. And so I'm not saying that I'm not going to go through burnout again. I just did, right? I'm coming out of a time where I desperately needed to rest because of the things that I was doing wrong. And so in this episode, I am going to share the two reasons that we experience burnout as women. I'm talking to one the woman that works in the home, and two, the woman that works out of the home. That's right. So I'm covering all women. (laughs) Okay, so why do we experience burnout and overwhelm? Two main reasons. Number one, there is a mispositioning of our priorities, or number two, a misunderstanding of God. So let's start with the first point. Mispositioning of our priorities. Do you remember back in Genesis chapter 3, after Eve was deceived and after she was cursed and man was cursed, do you remember that God 
cursed the man to basically be a slave to his work, right? Like previously, there was no indication that Adam did not enjoy his work, but now he's going to to feel cursed by it. He's going to have to toil the ground for as long as he lives. So man was made to work. And that is in Genesis chapter 3. But then you remember, we spent a lot of time talking about Proverbs 31. And what did we decide about the woman? The woman's primary job was the home. And countercultural to what people believe today, that women can go out and do all these things, and they absolutely can. It's not a question of capability. It's a question of what has God ordained the woman to do. And we can see across the board that women are just naturally better caretakers, um, homemakers, all of those things. Now, there are your outliers. I'm not saying everyone fits into that mold, but most of the women that you see are naturally made better homemakers and caretakers. We see that in Proverbs 31. Remember, I, I want to I want you to remember how significant her role is in the home. Okay? So what I have noticed in this day and age is a woman with all of the messages that she receives from the outside world that you can do all this, you can do all that, you can do all this. You can do all those things, woman, but should you? Should you is the question. Right? So these are the proper priorities for the woman. Obviously, first and foremost, your relationship with God. First and foremost, He is where we draw our strength. He is where we find our purpose. Our whole purpose is to glorify God. So He is our number one priority. Number two, your marriage, your spouse, your covering, your husband. That is your second priority. Okay, Number three, your children. Again, think about Proverbs 31 and the way that um, all the scriptures pointed to the husband and her relationship and the children being her priority because everything that she did with her hands and with her mind had her home in her interest. Okay, she took interest in her home, in her family. That was her work. Man was sent to work, right? Like providing outside the home, but the woman's work was in the home. And so a lot of times I find that women are experiencing burnout because they have mispositioned their priorities. First and foremost, they're not connecting with God. Their intimacy with Jesus is lacking. If you're not creating space every single day, sometimes multiple moments throughout your day to connect with Jesus, You have misplaced your priorities. And we see that because of the curse, because of our fall, we are constantly going through cycles of creating idols for ourselves. And basically, all I mean by idol is something that consumes our thoughts more than the Lord does, something that consumes our energy more than the Lord does, right? I mean, it happens all the time. Like I just said in the beginning of this episode, the Lord allows us to continuously like get a taste of our sin so that we can, one, confess and repent and see our deep need for Him, but two, also get a distaste for our sin. 
Okay. And so he allows it so that we can see we need Jesus all the time. It's not a gospel story, one and done. It's a constant, I need to make sure my priorities are straight. God, marriage, children, and then work. So let's break this down. Number one, woman working in the home. Your work is your is is within the home, right? Like you work in the home all the time, cleaning, cooking, organizing, all those things with your children. I'm a homeschool mom. And so my work is constantly with the people within my home, right? But even then, I see stay-at moms getting so overwhelmed and so burned out because they are not keeping their priorities straight. And then number two, woman out of the home. Now this one's hard and sticky because I'm not saying that all women need to quit their jobs working outside their home and go home. That's not what I want you to hear here. What I do want you to hear is God, marriage, children, and then your work. So when you wake up in the morning, make sure your focus is on Jesus. Make sure that your thoughts are not consumed with work before you even get to work. Make sure that your husband sees you and you see him before you ever get to work. Make sure you're connected with your children before you leave for work. And then the same for when you come home from work. Leave work at work. And make sure that your priorities are straight when you go home. Because if not, and this is for the woman that works in the home and the one that works at the home, if your priorities are not straight, then you are going to burn out and you're going to feel overwhelmed because you're simply operating outside of God's design for you and the desires, the natural God-made desires that He has placed in your heart. Okay, but let's say now you've you've done all those things, right? Okay, Christine, I my priorities are, are straight. I'm getting in the word. I'm worshiping while I work out. Like I feel like my intimacy with Jesus is great. But my marriage, it's great too. My children and I are connected. That's great too, but I still seem so overwhelmed and burned out all the time. Like, I'm struggling to want to get out of bed every single day. I am anxious beyond all belief. What is going on? The second point is your misunderstanding of God. And this is where I believe most people fall. If your priorities are straight, you've already figured out the positioning of them. What is your belief about God? Do you truly believe that He is the source of everything that you do, that He sustains and strengthens you for every good work that you do? Do you earnestly believe that in your heart? If you don't, don't get in the shame cycle, right? We never want you to get in the shame cycle, but I want you to think back to Moses. (laughs) When God called Moses in Exodus chapter 3, He also did not believe that God was who he says he is. So I'm going to read Exodus chapter 3, verse 
11. God has just called Moses and says, I'm sending you to Pharaoh. You're going to lead my people out of Egypt. Moses replies, but who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Moses asked God, how can you expect me to lead the Israelites out of Egypt? Then God told him, I will be with you. And this will serve as proof that I have sent you. We, I think we all know how the story ends here and how Moses continuously says like, but they're not going to believe me. Like it, Moses's focus, I did a podcast episode about this, but and Moses's insecurities, but Moses's focus was all on himself, not God and who God said he was. Finally, God was like, I am the one who always is. Verse 14. Amen. It is God that powers you every single day to fulfill the responsibilities that you have as daughter of the king, as wife to your husband, as mother of your children, as boss, employer, co-worker, subordinate, whatever your role is, it is God through the power of Holy Spirit that equips you, that sustains you, and that strengthens you. Okay, so my my point here is if you're not understanding God accurately for who he says he is in his word, you're going to believe that everything that you carry out on a daily basis is from your own strength. And you know what that will yield? It will yield you looking for short-term results instead of remembering long-term fruit. Let me give you a very practical example. All my moms out there, you intentionally parent and disciple your child. It is a long-term thing. And some of us may not even live to see all of the fruits of our labor. Right? We, we hope, like we put our hope in the grace of God that powers us to parent our children and intentionally disciple them, but we may not ever see the fruits of our labor on this side of heaven. But we parent and disciple intentionally because it is a commandment from God. We are to walk obediently and faithfully as parents because He has given us our children to steward them well. But if we have a misunderstanding of God, we're going to attempt to do this in our own strength. We're going to get frustrated by our own shortcomings and failures because we don't understand and truly believe in our heart of hearts that God is the provider and the sustainer. He equips you for every good work. As daughter of the king, as wife to your husband, as mother of your children, and any role that you have in your work in or outside of the home, it is God that sustains you. So what does this have to do with joy and motherhood? Well, you probably guessed it, but when your priorities are mispositioned and when you lack appropriate and accurate understanding of God, you don't have joy. You are unable to have joy without the proper understanding of God. 
The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy any joy that you have. What better way to do that than make you believe that you can do all things in your own strength? What better way to make you feel like a failure and focus on your own shortcomings and all of the responsibilities that you have? In our weakness, friends, Jesus' strength is sufficient. His grace is sufficient over you. Believe these truths and you will have joy. Holy Spirit has given you all the joy that you need, but you must believe that God is who He says He is. Before we wrap up, I want to give you a very practical example of this in my own life that just happened about two months ago. So a lot of you know that I am a part of the network marketing industry, have been for over four and a half years. I worked with a company for the last two years, loved it. It was my ministry, just so thankful for the way that the Lord refined me and gave me long-lasting like forever relationships through this company. Um, But about the end of February, something started changing internally, and I had no idea what was happening. I no longer had a passion to work my business the way that I had for the last two years. And I was doing all of the, the same things, the disciplined things that I had been doing, But the passion was not there and the desire to do it was not there. And not only that, but the results, which is not always how we measure things, but the results weren't weren't there either. Meaning financially, it wasn't doing what it had been doing for my family. Now, again, not a reason to stop doing something, right? But the passion was gone. The desire to serve there was gone. And so I heard very clearly from the Lord to just wait, to continue being disciplined in how I served my team and my customers at the time, but to wait. And sure enough, two months after that, the Lord led me away from that company. Nothing against the company, but God was having me go into a different mission field. And I'm later finding out now, present day, that there is work to be done in this other company. There's a mission field in this other company. I'm to go and make disciples in this other company, right? Because once you disciple in one place, then God spreads his people to another place. We see that all throughout scripture. And so I I was explaining to a friend that whenever I was trying to muster up my passion and and make me want to work my business and I couldn't do it, it was affirmation for me that God had sustained my business for the last two years, that His Holy Spirit is what gave me the desire, that He was powering my ministry and He was bringing the people Because once it was gone, I couldn't do anything within my own strength to keep it sustained. And that was a testament, a very clear testament that I 
I don't know if I've ever experienced something just switching off like that. But that's how it felt. I was explaining to the same friend. I was like, it was almost like the switch just turned off and I didn't have the electricity. I was not the source and I couldn't power it back on. Two months later, I understand why. And in his graciousness, he's shown me and revealed to me why. God will move you into a place where you can serve best in order to glorify him best. It is all about proclaiming his name. He wants to use you where you will use your gifts. Amen. But we must remember that they're gifts. We must have the appropriate understanding of God, that it is by His strength and His might alone that we accomplish anything, any good work. So this week, I want to encourage you with this. When you start feeling overwhelmed and maybe burned out, I want you to ask yourself where your priorities lie. When was the last time you had fellowship with the Lord? And I mean, actually talk with him. Just talk with him. Like, he's your Abba Father. He knows everything that's going on in your heart. Talk with him. Rest in him. Be with him. Ask yourself, when was the last time I talked with my father? Ask yourself about your priorities. Are they mispositioned? And also... I really challenge you, what do you actually believe about God? Because when we believe that we can do things in our own power and our own might, we actually look more like Satan, the adversary, than we do like Jesus Christ, our King. Which is not what we desire. Ask Holy Spirit this week to search your heart and reveal to you what you believe about who God is. Is He your strength? Is He your electricity, the source where all strength and sustenance comes from? Is He your power? Next week, like I said, only the subscribed listeners will get part two of this Joy and Motherhood series But then the week after that, everyone will be able to listen to part two. If you have any questions or want to email me feedback, you can look in the show notes for the email address as well as connect with me on any of my platforms. Please let me know how I can be praying for you. There is, I'm sure, so much that has transpired in many of your lives over the last month, and I would love to catch up with you. As always, I'm praying for you. I love you all, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed week. Mm-hmm.